0: my spelling is right. You know how it is when you're posting everything or I'm typing everything all fast. And I thank you for for tuning in and um, talking about Black History Month black History Month like I, everybody always says I always say it as well um, the shortest month of the year is Black History Month but me myself being a proud african-american woman I so I, I like to celebrate that every day of my life and I encourage you to do the same I always think about the sacrifices of those who came before us, those who died, those who were actually in um, in slavery. So that's, those are the things that make me celebrate being an African-American woman every single day and not just during um, the month of February. Um, one of the interesting things, though, that I want to mention that I was just uh, re—I think I was reading about it about how you know during the 1700s and 1800s, and I'm sure um, centuries before that, um, many things were invented by of by African Americans, but because they um, they didn't have any standing or any acknowledgement in society, they couldn't take the credit for what they actually invented or implemented so during time during slavery slave owners took the credit for what um black people actually invented so one of the things i do like about black history month is that it is a time to remind us all to raise our awareness about where we come from as a people and even in our own, um, regarding our own ancestors, just to raise our our knowledge and our awareness about who we are as African American people. And I also utilize all that my ancestors, your ancestors as black people have been through to um, allow, to encourage myself to strive for greatness strive to live my life according to the way god has ordained for me to live it as well as i want to see and maximize my full potential because for so long our ancestors and people who were in slavery and oppressed they didn't have that opportunity to do that so we have the luxury it's not just an opportunity but we have a luxury today To do that, and I want to take full advantage of it in my life. So I encourage you as well to do the same thing. Amen. So, with that being said, our topic series: Love Yourself, Not Selfishly, But Intentionally. What does that mean? Um, for for so long we've been made to feel like loving ourselves is, is is selfish it's more selfish than anything it's better to, to 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 um give than to receive right isn't that the statement that goes around however what I have learned in life is that if I don't love myself or I don't know how to love myself it actually Impacts the way I love those who are important to me. It actually, in, it actually limits my ability to love anyone else, whether it's someone that's near and dear to my heart or just the common, the common uh, person in need on the street. It hinders my ability to love on any level if I don't know um how to love myself because in loving myself, I get to know what love truly is and what it's not how many of you grew up um, with the understanding and learning that love had to be earned and I, I know I did if you're a person that grew up in a traumatic environment or just in an unhealthy environment some of us were taught that love needed to be Earned. We we did not receive love freely, and the love that we did receive, it was always conditional. But during the time of us receiving the love, we didn't realize that it really was conditional and contingent on either one thing or the next. So that is why we many of us struggle to to show ourselves love. We struggle to love ourselves intentionally and on purpose. Because we never really learned or taught or, or have been taught what love is. Love, True love has never really been modeled for us in family situations. Or has never really been modeled for us with um, partners. Such as if you were a woman, my, true love from a man to a woman, you've never seen that modeled in your life. True love from a woman to a man, you've never seen that modeled in your life. So it's hard for us to know what uh, love is but I think that the discovery of learning and understanding what love is one of the the greatest ways that we can uh, discover that is by learning through practice how to show ourselves love how to give ourselves love and compassion and understanding and forgiveness so that is what we're going to talk about on today so Self-love. Let's talk about the definition of self-love. And it means to have such an appreciation for yourself that develops from actions that support physical, psychological, and spiritual growth. So that is what self-love is—to have such an appreciation for yourself. How many times do we show others that we appreciate them? Let's think about uh, birth, uh, birthdays of, of our friends and family, anniversary, Christmas—you know, all kinds of holidays. Mother's Day, Father's Day, where we're giving people cards of appreciation, cards of adoration. But how many of us are able to show ourselves appreciation as well as uh, support to ourselves? And a lot of us, we've never even thought about uh, or even realized that there was a need to to even do that. But it is. It is because without self-love, that's where self-esteem, low self-esteem comes from. That's where the lack of self-confidence comes from. That's where you not knowing your worth and your value, that's where all of that comes from. That's where self-loathing, the thoughts of self-loathing come from where you literally hate yourself. Or you say, I don't like this about myself. I don't like that about myself that's where all of that comes from the inability to love ourselves that the the lack of never being taught of how to love ourselves and how to appreciate um yourself the more i love myself the more i'm able to love others the more i'm able to know my value and and my and appreciate myself the more i'm able to love my husband love my children Love my family members. Love other, every. Love God. Love God. You know, the more I I understand what love is, and and I and, and above us learning about what love is by us showing our self love, the number number one way of knowing what love is is to is to um, understand that God is love, and those of us who are believers and we say that we we are Christians, we are believers. Amen. We cannot um, really operate as a Christian without understanding the love of God and how to show love to other people. Um, the, it says in the Bible, and I'm paraphrasing, how can we say that we love God when we don't love our brother, when we don't love our sister? You know, the word calls us, that's, a, that's being a liar. To, to love God and to know that God loves you is to love your neighbor as yourself. It's to love your family. It's to love yourself. The Bible says that we are created in the likeness and the image of God. For God to create us and do such a wonderful, wonderful, perfect job at creating us, he loved us. So why not love what God Love, right? God loves me, so I need to love myself. And I'm here today to give you permission to begin to do that. And in this way you can learn how to do it intentionally and on purpose versus selfishly. There is a difference. Selfish love is when you don't care about anyone's wants, needs, or concerns other than your own. You have no concern for it. And, and, it's, and it's also a time for everything, a time to put ourselves first, a time when we have to prioritize and put someone else or something else first. But uh, selfish people, they don't understand that kind of timing. They don't understand that kind of um, prioritization or boundary setting. They just think it's me, 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 me all the time. And usually a selfish person also is a person who um, appear to love themselves outwardly, but inwardly they really have low self-esteem. Inwardly, they show show that it's the opposite of what they display on the outside. That's why a lot of times you can see a woman or a man decked out, dressed to the nines, but the, the, but the very thing that they're struggling with is no self-esteem. The very thing they're struggling with is not knowing their, their worth and their value and knowing who they are in God and in life. Not knowing their purpose, not knowing their strengths and their gifts and talents and ability. So today I want to um, really uh, help you to understand That when I talk about self-love, it has to begin on the inside. It has to come from within, from you to you. So that it can automatically manifest outwardly. It will be nothing you will need to do for it to to show others outwardly that you love yourself. Because it will be a natural occurrence that it will just be displayed. And who cares what other people see or don't see, right? It's really about what you know and what you understand, and what you value about yourself. So now let's um, talk about um, what are some examples of self-love. We talked about um, self-love is to value yourself just as much as you value others. Even children, even husbands, and even wives. Because if you think about it, if I'm not okay, if I'm not um, healthy in my mind and in my spirit and in my soul, what good am I to you? You're getting leftovers. You're getting a portion of me, a part of me, and not the best of me. So I got to put my focus in making sure I'm okay. That I'm able to function at a top uh, level of quality. Before I can give you quality love quality time quality service quality affection quality interaction that's what self-love is all about another component of self-love is to learn and understand who you are as an individual when we talk about valuing ourselves what am i valuing what are my values what's valuable about me so, learn learning to understand who you are as an individual. Learning um, your 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 self identity. Who am I as a woman? Who am I as an African American? Who am I as a child of God? Who am I? Knowing that. Um, Another example is knowing when to be kind to yourself as well as when to exercise discipline and constructive criticism to yourself. I like this. Um, uh, Someone I was working with uh, said to me, you know, I used, she said, I used the girlfriend rule. We were talking about the topic of self-love, someone I was working with. And um, she said, I use the gr- I'm learning to use the girlfriend rule. And, you know, we can, I can say girlfriend because I'm a woman, but I'm sure men encourage each other too, right? So when your friend calls you up and they're in crisis, they're going through, maybe they just had a breakup or maybe they um, didn't get the promotion that they thought they would get, what do you do? You encourage them. It's going to be all right. Um, God might God must have something better for you, or you say something better is on the horizon for you. You you build you try to build them up because they're feeling so down and so low and so disappointed. So, what about doing that to for ourselves? How about that? How about you try that sometimes? Building yourself up, being kind to yourself. It's okay, Sheen. You know, how I say the, the saying goes, we're our own worst critic. That is so true. And I think that's true for everyone or most people. We, nobody else could ever criticize us and, 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 and um, put us down the way we do to ourselves. So, how about sometimes being kind to ourselves? That's why it's great to know your value in your work. So that when a disappointment in life come, when a disappointment in a relationship come, you know already what you're working with in yourself, what you bring to the table. You know your value, you know your worth, and you're like, okay, it didn't work out here, but you know, I can take this talent or I can take my value and my worth elsewhere. And it's not always so easy to come to that conclusion and come to that understanding, but it is doable. It is doable. Uh, then, then also, um, learning when to exercise discipline. What I mean by that is the things we say we want in life. I want this year, I want to achieve this. I want to achieve that. This month, I want this. I want that. Okay, well, how am I going to discipline myself in order to get it? Because a lot of times we want what we feel we're entitled to without the responsibility of the discipline that it takes in order to achieve that thing. So learning when to exercise discipline. If I'm supposed to get up at six o'clock, I cannot keep snoozing that alarm. I got to show and reflect some self-discipline and actually get up to do what I said I was going to do or to stick to whatever whatever I said I was going to stick to. Next is constructive criticism. Not telling yourself, oh, you're stupid. How about reframing that? Had I prepared a little better, this could have gone another way. You know, had I saved, maybe I would have enough money to get what I really want. Instead of, you're stupid, you're a failure, I hate you. These are things that people actually say and think to themselves and all it does is reinforce low self-esteem low self-worth doesn't help you understand who you are doesn't help you discover your value all it does is, is put you down in the gutter of, of of self-guilt shame doubt hatred everything it puts you further down in in the gutter of of that mindset so learning how to reframe stuff. Will there be times that we do feel bad about maybe something we wanted to accomplish and we didn't, or maybe a commitment we were supposed to keep but we didn't? Yes, there will be times, but it's ways to handle it. Because honestly, truth being told, there will always be times where we don't where we don't uh, make the mark, where we miss the mark. It's how we learn in life through our mistakes, through our um, failures. And I do also believe that the failure really can, can be a tool to set you up for success. It's all about your perspective and how you look at it. My last example of um, how we can uh, show show ourselves self-love is by implementing Regular activities for physical well-being and self-care, such as exercising, socializing with other people, engaging in hobbies, and relaxation activities. We have to implement these things. I'm thinking about being a parent. You, we uh, Not only do we know we got to feed and clothe the, ch- the uh, children, but we also have to make sure that they're entertained. That's, a, it, you know, it's not a need, of course, but it is a, um, it's a healthy measure of, of raising a child, parenting a child, making sure they have entertainment, making sure they have social or um, healthy outlets like extracurricular activities and things like that. But when we become adults, we fail to do that for ourselves. Or we'll just do it in one way. Some people, they like to go out on the weekend. Some people, after a long week of work, they like to to go and just hang out at their favorite place. Whatever that may be. Or maybe go to the movies every week. But we have a set thing that we do. But it's alright to incorporate more than one thing. Because it's more than one aspect of who you are as a person. And also by doing different things like that, it helps you to discover more about who you are as a person. Also, another um, important thing is that a lot of adults, we let hobbies go. And a a lot of times, especially here lately, the demands of work, no matter what field you work in, no matter what career, what job you have, the demands of work have become um, so much greater on individuals. Whereas, though, we let hobbies go. We let um, fun activities go because it's like we work, go home, eat, go to sleep, get up the next day and do it all over again because work is so stressful. Work is so demanding. Um, A a lot of us are doing um, the the job of two and three people because a lot of places are still very short of staff. So I believe that it's important that you demand work-life balance. It's important that you seek job opportunities and career opportunities that's not going to make you or cause you, force you to put yourself second or your family last. But we have to um, create the change that we want in our life. And I am one that believes that it's possible to create the life that you want. And it's possible to create the life that you need. But we just got to believe and know that we can do it. And for me, me being a Christian woman, me standing on the biblical principles of, of the Bible, of the word of God, is how I go about creating the life that I want. How I go about evaluating what's working and what's not working in my life. So, again, back to knowing who you are. Knowing who you are helps you to know what your foundation is. What's the authority in your life? How do you go about making decisions? So, all of those things are things that um, are examples of ways that we can begin or uh, make progress in showing love to ourselves. So, what are the, I want to make sure we're not on too long, but what are the benefits of having self-love as well as the dangers, dangers of not having? What do you think the benefits of having self-love is? What do you think the uh, danger dangers of not having it are? So um, one of the benefits we talked about already is that having self-love, causes us, um, well, I'm sorry, not having self-love causes us to not effectively love others. Not having self-love causes us to effectively not love others. And the flip side of that, having self-love enables us to love others the way we want to be loved. It also enables us to know how we should be loved. How many of you have loved someone and they didn't love you back? Or you've loved them a lot, you know, more than they loved you, you know. And that's okay, depending on who you are and how you view that subject. It, about, and I, what I mean about is being okay is loving someone more than they love you. is Because, you know, a lot, first of all, is your perception. And, and, and also, there could it could be some truth to it. Because love is truly an action word. So if you see that they're treating you a certain way or not treating you a certain way, that's evidence of their, um, their level or quality of love for you. Some people accept that. Some people are not willing to accept that. But one of the things I feel about that subject is that I don't judge my quality or level of love based upon someone else or what I'm getting or receiving in return. If, I, if I'm going to love you, I'm going to love you. Why? Because even if if you don't um, love me back in the same way, um, that's okay because I, I can tell you one thing that's not going to happen. You won't mistreat me. You won't disrespect me. You won't walk all over me because I know how to not only set boundaries, but I know how to establish them. So I never have to worry about, oh, you, you love me uh, this, this amount, I'm going to love you that amount. No, I'm going to love you because I, my love is from my heart. But I'm also one set boundaries, and even if it comes to the point where I can love you, I I, that I have to love you from a distance, then that's what it is. Because I am, I you know, I put myself first, not selfishly, but intentionally. Also, another um, benefit, uh, uh, another uh, downside to not having self-love is that it can cause us to be um, continually codependent on other people. How many of you have um, ever struggled with uh, issues of codependency? Codependency, let's talk about what codependency is for a moment. Codependency is a learned behavior. Let me make sure my volume is okay. Oh, it is. Codependency is a learned behavior that can be passed down from generation to generation. And that is one of the things about codependency, whereas we don't even understand that we are a codependent individual, it's because we think that the behavior is normal because we've seen it so much. We've seen it for so long. Those close to us and influential in our lives is what we know, is what we've seen, what has been role modeled for, for us. Um, it's also an em- an emotional and behavioral condition that affects an indiv- an individual's ability to have a healthy relationship. It affects your ability to have a healthy, mutually satisfying relationship. You know, relationships that are mutually satisfying means that it's not one-sided. You're 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 inve- just as invested in the relationship as I am, and also. Sometimes things are one sided because even when we know people are not just as invested as we are, we settle and we accept that we settle for less. So what we do is we jump through all these hoops of being a people pleaser. That is one of the symptoms of codependency when we're a, when we people pleasers, especially when it comes down to intimate relationships, and not just a man and a woman or vice versa. Or it could be it could be your children. It can be a parent to child, parent to adult child, adult child to parent. Issues of codependency. It, keep, it it robs us of self-love because we're so um, hung up on someone else and pleasing someone else that we're not valuing ourselves. We are not um, allowing ourselves to be treated the way that we, de- we deserve to be treated. So codependency um, also causes us to be clingy and needy all the time. You know, always wanting to be a, under a, a person or your your man or your, or your woman. You know, and and being adults, that's not even possible because everybody needs to make a living these days. <laughs> you know that, and even if you don't, you know we're still individual people even if we are in relationships. So being clingy, needy, and all, and always um. And people pleasing are symptoms of codependency. And it's a reflection that we don't have self-love. So I invite you to um, put your, your questions and your comments in. If this is helping you, let, let me know. Let me know if this is helping you. If you have any further questions and of wanting to explore this topic on a deeper level, let me know that as well. Lastly, I want to um, talk about um, self-love and forgiveness again. I think that aside from all of the things that we talked about—not knowing who you are, not getting to understand your value and your worth, low self-esteem—all um, of those things we talked about—I think one of the another major factor and that causes people to not operate um, according to self-love is. The lack of self-forgiveness. When we have made mistakes in life, we've done things in life, whether intentionally or unintentionally. And some of us, things have been done to us that we feel like is still our fault. So all of these things that can cause us to have a a level of um, unforgiveness towards ourselves. That is another thing that hinders self-love. So maybe it's some things in your life that you've been through, some regrets that you had, some things that have happened that you say, if I would have did this, I would have done that, it wouldn't have happened. Or why did I allow that to happen? Why didn't I speak up? Why didn't I do something? Why didn't I handle that? You know, be kind. Remember, be kind to yourself. You know, I I that I wish I could have handled that better, but I choose to forgive myself. I wish I could have handled that better, but in some of the things too. We gotta realize it was not even our fault. Some of the things we th- we think that it was our fault when we had no control over it. It's people that have been violently assaulted, sexually assaulted, financially scammed. You know how how was that your fault? In some instances, did you put that idea in that person had to um to assault you or offend you or scam you or wrong you? No, it it happened. You know, and, and so you had no control. Maybe it was something you had no control over it happening. So, some of these things that we hold ourselves hostage to and don't want to forgive ourselves about, you need to go back and reevaluate, reprocess it. Go over the events if you can, because trauma is not always that easy to address. But go over the events in your alone time in a reflective type of way to really analyze, and you'll see it wasn't even my fault. it it was nothing i could have done so i want to encourage you to examine areas of unforgiveness towards yourself another uh benefit to learning how to forgive yourself yes it will um help you to love yourself but it'll also help you to be forgiving towards others and one of the things that I always use to help me to forgive other people is that I think about how, I, when I need forgiveness. I think about the times that I screwed up and I know I screwed up and I needed forgiveness. And I wanted somebody to forgive me or I needed them to forgive me. So it helps me to be able to extend that same level of mercy and compassion and grace to others. And some people that we need to forgive may not necessarily mean that it's healthy or wise for you to remain remain in fellowship with them. Some people we do have to disconnect from. We do have to let go or get out of our life, but we still don't have to walk around with a heart of unforgiveness towards them. You know, you can love people from a distance, and like the saying goes, um, feed you with a long-handed spoon. Sometimes that is just necessary in life, why? Because the only person you can control is yourself. And sometimes a person is not ready to deal with you on a level that you need to be dealt with. They're not ready to deal with you on the same playing field that you wanted that you deal with them, which is of kindness and of respect and of regard. If they don't have that for you, that's not the person for you. Whether it's an intimate relationship, a family relationship, professional relationship, a friendship... You know, loving ourselves, knowing when it's necessary to put ourselves first, put our need, own need first. Put your own, value your mental health, value your physical health, value your spiritual growth. And sometimes it's necessary to disconnect in order for you to be well and to stay well. So I want to, um, you know, I always got to bring a scripture in here. And the scripture that I have today is First Corinthians Uh, chapter 13 in verse 4 the NIV version reads love is patient love is kind and it does not envy it does not boast it is not proud love is patient love is kind so as you embark on a journey to begin to love yourself or to love yourself uh, on a on a in a more in a greater way remember love is patient love is kind we got to be patient with ourselves sometimes we say oh i want to be better in this area i want to be a better mom i want to be a better wife i want to be a better person and the minute we 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 mess up or we we um have a hiccup here come all of that negative thoughts we're calling ourselves names and and all of that stuff but remember love is patient love is kind it does not envy it is not boast. that's that's where the not selfishly part come in it but it, and it is not proud amen so we're not loving ourselves from a selfish standpoint we're loving ourselves intentionally so that we can also not just intentionally love ourselves but intentionally give the love that we want to give not need, but want to give to those that are important to us. How many of us, you know, it is a need for us to love our children. There is a need for us to love our, our, um, our spouses and significant others. There is a need for us to love family members. And, but how many of us find ourselves not able to love people the way we really want to? How many of us, if we're real honest with ourselves, give people a lesser quality of love than we want to give them? Why? Because maybe it's some things that I've been through in life that's in my heart and and that's blocking me from being able to show love the way I really want to show love. It blocks me from being able to give affection and validation and personal praise the way I really want to because I have this hardness in my heart. I have this fear of being Hurt, fear, being disappointed in my heart. I'm struggling with my own stuff, my own hurts, my own failures and disappointments. So, self love, working through self forgiveness. Learning how to be patient with yourself, learning how to be kind to yourself are the things that's going to undo those blockages of love. Yes, Those are the things that's going to undo blockages of you being able to be um, affectionate and vulnerable in your love and really love people in, in, in the way and the quality that you want to love them. And understanding what love is will help you to know how you are to be treated by other people. Sometimes we allow people to mistreat us, to walk all over us because we don't think we deserve any better. Because it's... Oh, this always happened all my life. Since a child, you know, nobody valued me. Since a child, I was invisible. You know, I was not regarded as um, a woman of value, a girl, a boy, a man of value. So you just fall into the pattern of continuing to accept that. But as you learn to love yourself, you're also going to learn the the respect and the, the treatment And how you are to be handled in life as a person, you know, and and therefore it will make it hard for you to tolerate being treated anything less than what you know you deserve. That's why knowing your identity, knowing your value, and your worth as a person is important. It's not only important for you to know and to empower you as a person to, to be successful in life and to live life more abundantly, but it'll also empower you to know. What are the, the standards that you're going to set and create for others to go by as, they, as, for, for, as you teach them how to treat you? I am a firm believer we teach people how to treat us. If we, if we stand for being mistreated, it's going to continue to happen. What, what The statement goes, if you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. I really believe that is the case, too, in our interpersonal relationships and interactions. We have to um, be clear about our values, about our boundaries, about what we're willing to accept, what we're not willing to accept. Not just in our actions, but sometimes it's even necessary to verbalize these things. And if you know that a person or a group of people just will never adhere to that, that's not the person or the group of people for you. Why? Because you'll always be in conflict. You will always be in a battle fighting for the treatment and, and respect that you deserve when it shouldn't be necessary. Just as easily as we love, honor, and respect other people, we are worthy of it to come back to us the same way, in the same manner. So love yourself not selfishly but intentionally and we will continue with this topic series for the month of uh, February we've had some technical difficulties this week I usually want to uh, uh, do the podcast Mondays at seven I'm going to strive for that next week but one thing I can promise is that even if it doesn't happen Monday at seven it will happen on a weekly basis And um, I just want to thank everyone who has tuned in in today, as well as anyone who will watch or listen to the replay. If you want to listen maybe in the car, listen while you're getting dressed in the shower or whatever, not only do you have the option to watch us on Facebook or YouTube, but you also have the option to listen to us on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, or Amazon. So, um, and I just think that if your person is looking to grow, looking to um, to up your self esteem, looking to up your confidence, looking to um, minimize fear, doubt, and worry in your life, then. I then this podcast can help you in all things personal development, all things of um, living life more abundantly. And that's why it's called that Life More Abundantly, where we teach you not only how to live life but to live it more abundantly. So, lastly, um, I want to ask you, and this is you know for you to think about. And if you want to respond, you can. But if I would really want you to think about and answer these questions on your own to start or improve your journey of self-love, so ask yourself: What are some of the ways I can begin to show love and value to myself? What are some of the ways I can begin to show love and value to myself? Also, what are some ways that I can that I can? What are some of the ways that I can show the love that I already have for myself? What are some of the ways I can show the love, for the, the love I already have for myself? Some of us do love ourselves. Some of us do have a positive regard for ourselves. But the, when you show it, when you can actively, outwardly show it, that helps you to measure if where you need to grow, where you want to get better at in your and your um, journey of self-love. And also um, self-regard. Why is that important? Because life challenges, ups, downs, mm-hmm. happens to us all. Disappointments, failures happen to us all. And there will always be a threat to our self-love, our self-esteem, our self-value, and our self-worth. So we have to do things. You know, one of the things that um, I like, I have learned to do is um, I work a lot. Uh, my job is very stressful. I have found it helpful to look get, set something to do on the weekend. It doesn't even have to take money. It could be walking to the park. Walk, you know. It could be something small, big or small. But give myself something to look forward to and re- right, reward myself for making it through the week. You know, um, you know, give yourself gifts. You heard of um, treat yourself? Don't cheat yourself. <laughs> But within the means of your budget, treat yourself. It could be a a finger lipstick. Look, you know I'm a lady. But for the the brothers, a nice pair of socks, a nice tie, some cologne, you know, treat yourself. A lot of times we think about what we can do for others, what we can buy for others, how we can spoil you others. There's nothing wrong with doing it for yourself. But I encourage you to do it within the means of your budget because we want to utilize wisdom in all things. So as we close and end for today, I want to thank you again. And um, our February topic, Love Yourself, um, Not Selfishly, But Intentionally. Next week, we will be talking about self-esteem, self-esteem, self-value, self-worth, and assertiveness, how to be assertive. That's what we will be talking about next week, so I encourage you to join us. I also encourage you to like, subscribe, and um, share this episode. So until next time, you be blessed. And you enjoy the rest of your day. We're going to pray out like we always do. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you. I praise you, oh God. Lord, I thank you for every person who has listened, who will listen or watch this episode. God, I pray that your power, your anointing would show up in their life. Lord, I pray, oh God, that you would just invade and bombard their mind and their heart to give them the strength, oh God, that they need. To love themselves, oh God. The strength that they need, oh God. To be kind, forgiving, and compassion, compassionate to themselves, oh God. The way you would have us to do, oh Lord. Lord God, I come against, oh God, every uh, spirit of fear doubt, worry, or unbelief in the mighty name of Jesus, oh God. I also, oh God, speak to the spirit of low self-esteem, oh God, and low self-worth, oh God. Lord God, I pray that you would show your people who they are in you and what they mean to you, oh God, by your grace and by your power. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, and amen. Don't forget, um, Follow us on all of our social media platforms by visiting our website, www.restoreabundantlife.com. www.restoreabundantlife.com. As well as, so when you go there on every page, it will be linked where you can click and easily get to our social media platforms to um, subscribe. And also, uh, you can also even listen to our podcast on our website. So, I invite you to visit our website as well as subscribe to the various platforms for the podcast, Life More Abundantly. Till next time. Oh,